Hello, all you beautiful people. I'm popping in here with a quickie today inspired by actually a recent, you know, my clients, y'all, they inspire me so much. My clients will do things and, you know, based on our work together, but it's also of their own volition, like where they brought themselves and it will just blow me away. So I wanted to pop into here today to talk about ghosting, but it was also inspired by something a client of mine did recently, which I just thought was worth sharing in relation to processing the experience of ghosting. So real quick, you may have heard me speak about this before, write about this, but I find it's really important to talk about and really understand why ghosting is so prevalent in the context of dating in the last, I mean, I would say it's been prevalent since the advent of the apps, but I really got into the apps when I was dating around 2014. And I, I see this more as a product of our times and less specific to the apps, but it doesn't always feel that way. You know, I remember, I remember years ago, I was giving a talk to a group of students that were, I want to say like juniors or seniors in college. And it was myself and a handful of, I was working at a startup at the time, but a handful of other people in their early thirties who were sort of executives or on the leadership team at startups. And we were being asked for interview advice. And I remember the thing that I said was learn to have a conversation, put down your phone And what I said to these, you know, 19, 20, 21 year olds was like, I can't tell you how many people, because of the relationship that we have with technology and their devices, aren't able to make eye contact and actually interact in a certain way. And that, you know, it's not entirely their fault, but that I noticed myself in, in, I guess I would have been in my early thirties and I was interviewing a lot because I worked at a company where we was a third employee. And by the time I left, we had over a hundred employees and I did a lot of those firsthand interviews. And I spent a lot of time with people fresh out of college. And I just remember thinking that and noticing that. And the reason that I bring that up in the context of dating is that our abilities to navigate our emotions and then communicate those effectively and not not do so out of fear of making the other person uncomfortable because essentially the breakdown of ghosting is that someone feels something they don't know how to say it the idea of communicating that and having to endure the potential discomfort or pain or whatever it may be from the other person is too much to bear so they keep themselves quote unquote, comfortable by being avoidant. Like, like that's, that's what it is. I mean, this is codependency at its core. And I will link to this in the show notes, but there was a great episode, um, on we can do hard things a couple weeks back, a couple weeks back. I may have already mentioned this in a podcast either way. It was with Melody Beattie, who is like the sort of the grandmother of codependency and the way she talked about how codependency just kind of being an epidemic of, Um, she's in her seventies, but you know, of women and individuals. And I would really say society for the last, you know, 50 plus years, it's just, it's, you know, it's so common. It's not to say like that I'll say this for myself, that like my codependency is just something that I'm working to manage on an ongoing basis versus completely solve. But when we ghost, when we, we don't communicate to someone, Hey, I wasn't feeling it, or I had a great time, but I, I, 
I don't want to get together again or whatever it may be, then what generally is going on is that we can't endure what that other person might feel about the situation, about us. And so we hide. But then what happens on the other side, especially if we don't feel like dating is going well, haven't had a relationship experience that we want, don't feel that great about ourselves. We just take that interaction and we make it mean all these things about us. And we generally make it mean whatever we're struggling with. So if we think that we're not attractive, we'll make it mean something about that. We'll, if we think we said something weird on the date or that we're awkward, we'll make it about that. If we think that we're too needy or too forward or too weird, whatever, we'll be like, oh, they didn't like that about me. And that's why they ghosted. Like that's really just a construct that our mind creates and creates a story around the ghosting itself, which becomes really problematic because then we just use it as more evidence for that story that we have about ourselves. So those are the key things to know, kind of that sequence of events that it generally occurs when people are too uncomfortable to share the truth. And we are not conditioned well, I would say in this age, in this era, um, especially in the context of technology around communicating with integrity. Um, so it happens. And then the, this becomes more of an issue when we take that interaction, that person's behavior and make it mean something about us. And we generally tack it on to all the other insecurities and issues we already have in ourselves. So a good exercise for you would be if you have been ghosted before and we've all been ghosted <laughs> is to take a scenario where someone did and then document what you made it mean about yourself, because that's like the poison that you can continue to drink. Now I say all of that. And what I don't mean to imply is that this is not a painful interaction because it is, I wasn't ghosted throughout my, um, time dating and just every time thought like, Oh, they just can't communicate the truth. And I'm so above that. No, it fucking hurt. <laughs> it fucking hurt. It really hurt. Um, viscerally. So, and a big part in my ability to move through that and what I arm clients with is validating that, validating that response, um, validating that feeling within yourself. And so last week, occasionally I will receive, well, I do a lot of voice notes with clients because voice noting is a big thing we do um, via Voxer. If you're familiar, it's a big voice note app, but I use it a lot with clients, but occasionally when I'm no longer working with someone, but many of them kind of stay in my ether, just keeping me posted on how they're doing, which I, I so love because you form such an intimate relationship. But one of them dropped me a voice note around a recent interaction they had had and what they had done. And so they had been ghosted and then they decided to reach out and I'm going to explain what they did. And then I'm going to back out and this relates to the type of work that I do and how I guide people. And what they did was they reached out to that person and they expressed in a kind, but firm manner that they were disappointed in their behavior, that they had had a great time. They understand if they had felt differently, but it was disappointing after the interaction that they had for the person to just disappear. And this wasn't done with an expectation 
that that person was going to respond, that the one who ghosted them was going to respond. What my client said was she did it more as a way to practice using her own voice for making her voice be heard. And I always encourage clients to do this for the most part, depending on the scenario, but um, in a tactful manner for that very reason, to practice having their voice be heard. And then communicating directly, specifically around not the most comfortable things. So I urge you to all do the same if you've been in a similar scenario, Um, not just to practice those forms of communication, but this is actually a way. And again, do not expect to do this. And then you're just like, oh, I'm totally over this. But it is a way to move the sadness, the disappointment, the whatever you're feeling out because you're actually voicing some of that which you feel. So just a quick hit here on ghosting today. Let me know if you try this out and how it lands for you. Drop me a DM at I think I like you dot co or an email Clara at I think I like you dot co. Have a good one.